Welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast, your source for all things running and travel in super fun destinations around the world. We're your hosts, Gerald Mitchell and Natalie Mitchell. Welcome to episode 78 of the Sweet Run Podcast. And this week, we are so, so happy to welcome Josh Mitchell to the show. You guys know who Josh is. He is our son. He is a 15-year-old high school cross-country runner. He is a ton of fun. And we have been talking about having him on the show for a long time. And it's finally happening. It's spring break. It's the week of the Boston Marathon, which he's been to two times so far as a spectator. Um, We talk about so many fun things in this conversation, his running journey and hopes and dreams and just so many different aspects of what he loves about the sport. And then, of course, in the second half of the conversation, we talk about where we live in Los Angeles and we get the perspective from a teenager's point of view. So Josh shares with us where he loves to run, where he likes to dine out best in the city, and so much more. It was a blast. It really was so much fun chatting with him. We hope you guys enjoy it as well. So here we go. Happy springtime running, friends. Happy Boston Marathon Week. There is so much to be excited about. People are traveling and training and racing and meeting with friends again. And there's this joy and buzz in the air that it is indescribable and we can all feel it. And as we're getting after our goals this spring, the one question we need to answer is, what is going on inside my body? And that's where Inside Tracker comes in. It is a science-backed, trackable action plan that makes life simple and easy to answer that question. You either go and get your blood drawn or they come to you to do a mobile blood draw and then they take care of the rest. They provide a comprehensive plan to tell you what you're doing right, what you need to work on. They give you recipe suggestions and supplement ideas and so much more to help you become a better person and of course, a better athlete. We love Inside Tracker. We're so happy to partner with them. We want you guys to try it out and let us know what you think. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything that they have to offer. Start your spring racing season off the right way. Find out what's going on inside your body. It is a smart decision that you will not regret. And you can do it all through our friends at Inside Tracker. The Sweet Run Podcast officially has merchandise, my friends. We are so excited to share the new Sweet Run mug. Designed and created by cross-country runner Josh Mitchell, who also happens to be our son, we're excited to share the new Sweet Run mug with you guys. Go to our website, check it out, buy one for yourself, share one with a friend, check out the new Sweet Run mug. And now, friends, enjoy our conversation with high school cross-country runner and self-taught graphic designer, Joshua Mitchell. It is long overdue. Okay, friends, we are sitting here with Josh Mitchell, who is our son. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm really excited. We're excited to have Josh here on the Sweet Run podcast. I'm excited to be here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it having me on the show. Yes. <laughs> this is so funny. I'm having such a good time. You should see my my face. I have the biggest smile on my face. Okay, Josh. I mean, I know people know who you are through my social media. People know that you run, but tell everybody listening about a little bit about you and and running and how you got into the sport. Okay, so my name is Josh, as you know. Um, I'm 15 years old and. I've been running probably since I was like in the fifth grade, um, like competitively, and I've continued to run in middle school and high school, and then before that I started running with my mom um, just for fun around the neighborhood. Um, I love hanging out with my family and friends, going on different trips and seeing new things, Um, and yeah. Now, Josh, you, you, you left out. How you actually really started running. <laughs> oh, yeah, that story. And what that turned into. Right. Okay, I'll tell the story. So when I was little, I would have trouble going to sleep. And my dad would take me on a run around the block. But he would always poke my back. That way I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop. So that got my energy out. And I would always fall asleep. So that's how I really got, got it started. 
Yes, and when I mean he couldn't go to sleep, it was just the happy pants all over the place, goofy kid. Uh, and I would, you know, being a new dad, I was like, okay, look, it's time. We got to go to sleep. Get serious. Come on, we got to go to sleep. And he's four, four or five years old. And I knew I was in trouble when we had run. I think we got ourselves up to probably three quarters of a mile. And I kept the pace up the whole time. I'm sweating. And Josh turns to me as we're running back home about a half a mile away and says, hey, dad, you know, running like this feels like a jacuzzi on your legs. It's kind of fun. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this what I thought was supposed to be uh, like a disciplinary punishment has turned into enjoyment for this kid. So a runner was born. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we do we really want to tell that story because I always feel like. Okay, you guys. So I remember this story very well. And like at the time, yeah, Josh was like four or five. Megan was just a baby. So I would be like with her and Gerald would be trying to put Josh to bed and he wouldn't go to sleep. He had all these this energy. And next thing I know, they would be leaving the house after dark going on these runs. And I was kind of like, why are you taking him on a run? And you know, and then he'd say, oh, mom, you know, dad kind of like nudged me, nudged me along. And here was a poke. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why are you poking, Josh? <laughs> so for you guys listening, it was all in love. And and he kept the pace. And that was the thing. We, I, you know, I, there was no walking allowed. So um, and you know where I got the poke from? Where? Gazan Abera in Ethiopia. Oh, really? I never knew that. Yes. I watched him do that either to you or me when we were training with him that week in Ethiopia. And he'd be like, all right, come on, let's go. And he was super encouraging, but he had his finger like in, in her backs, like <laughs> keeping up the pace. <laughs> I don't know if you guys listening remember this story, but Gerald and I went to Ethiopia for like eight days um, to run with Gazana Bera, who at the time, well, he was the gold medalist in the 2000 Olympics. Yeah, for the marathon. For the Absolutely. marathon. And so we got a chance to like completely immerse ourselves in his world. And I guess he poked us in the back while we were running. Yes, I remember that. But we're here to talk about yes, Josh. Yes, it's right? all about Josh. I never knew where that actually came from. Yes, now you know. Now I know. It sounds better now. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not some evil tyrant of a father. <laughs> Everybody always kind of hears me gushing about you because I'm like, Josh is my running partner and and you really are. And like, you know, we have had some of our best conversations on the run, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Definitely. We've had some deep talks. I don't know. If, I don't know if talk is the right word, but like we've definitely like had a lot of fun as well. Just like talking about life and just different memories of us running or whatever. I know the best way to find out about what your kid is up to and how school's going and everything is to go on a run because it all comes out. We, right. And we do everything from, well, you tell I the tell most the hilarious jokes and stories. Yeah. And the next <laughs> thing you know, it's like, oh, we've been running seven miles already or whatever it is. It definitely makes the time like fly fast. Talking with somebody and having like a partner to enjoy the run with makes it very enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, I appreciate you uh, slowing down for me. Exactly. Uh, and encouraging me to be consistent in my running. Yeah. Because uh, I remember there was a time where I was faster than you and then the switch flipped. And right. uh, that was it. You can and still beat me in a sprint like last time we checked. Yeah. I don't think so anymore. I, no, I don't think I'm, so I'm anymore. I, I'd have to put in some serious work to, to make a run at it. So. Right. Literally. Yes, I would. <laughs> I will have to say in this, I would say in the past year or so, Josh, you have gotten so fast and strong and it's kind of neat. How are you feeling about your running and like the transition from middle school to this first year of high school? Like the, fir the, the first year was definitely like a big jump because starting in middle school, like I wouldn't say it was easy, but I feel like I was kind of ahead of the pack so to speak, thanks to your training mom and running with you, you <laughs> definitely made me stronger. Um, but then the transition to high school is definitely like a big one. I wasn't necessarily sure if I was ready for it, um, but I adapted pretty well and it definitely did make me stronger. Like I could see the improvement just from eighth grade to my freshman year. So I'm very happy with how it turned out 
at least the pros to it. You had the misfortune of having an injury. And in some way, you know, it's never a good thing to have an injury. But when I think about it and reflect on like everything that you've been through, it's kind of a blessing that like this has happened now. I know you've missed it, but tell Mm -hmm. us how you've been feeling these last. I mean, this has been like a seven month journey. Yeah, it's been definitely like hard on me, Um, especially like towards like in the middle of it. I think at the beginning, it's like, you know, everyone just kind of thought it would go away pretty quickly. Um, But like when you start to really get into just kind of the waiting around and doctor's appointments and like hoping it'll get better, um, it definitely makes it like really tough on you mentally. Um, So just keeping that uh, mental endurance is very important to keep pushing forward. And I think I did a pretty good job of that. Obviously, I wasn't perfect because, you know, loving running so much, I was like very impatient. I really wanted to get back into it. Um, But I'm starting to get back into it now. So that's that's good. Tell them listening what exactly your injury was and how you've been overcoming it. So it was uh, a disc in my back that was it was like squished down. Um, my back was like compressing it and so it was kind of pushing out and then when it hit a nerve it made it very painful um, for movement so I had to use a, an inversion table to stretch myself back out because gravity when it pushes down on the disc it can like deflate it but then when you are inverted it stretches it back out and releases pressure off of it so it made a huge difference. For you Josh what were kind of the pros or anything you've learned going through an injury like this? I've learned that you shouldn't take the sport for granted. I think, you know, especially like mom was saying, like when you're so young and you're almost kind of like, quote unquote, on top of the world, like everything's going, you know, everything's going great and you feel like invincible. You still have to remember that like, you know, you need to like take care of your body. So you shouldn't like be worried about injuries because they happen to all of us. But you should be mindful of, you know, what you're doing, like good training habits and things like that. And making sure that you're doing your best to just take care of yourself. And if something like that does ever happen, just make sure the next time you go back at your sport, you don't take it for granted and you appreciate the time that you have like doing your sport. So for me, that was running. Now, what would you, as a matter of fact, as a follow-up, what would you say as a high school student or just an athlete in general, would you advise someone to do when A, to prevent injury and B, to advocate for themselves if they do feel like something's not right early on to kind of try to catch it and deal? I would say to prevent injury, just make sure that you're strong, uh, making sure that you're doing um, like your core, doing your weight training, making sure that you can support the work that you're doing. I think for me, going the going into high school, um, I wasn't my body wasn't used to that type of workload, and I wasn't really prepared um, in the sense that I didn't build up the muscle to support that. So making sure that you are working your muscles and working your body and working your core to handle the work that you're going to be doing is important. And if you do feel like you have an injury or something's coming on, make sure to advocate for yourself by um, making a mental note to take a break when it gets worse or, you know, just take a mental, just take a break right away. Um, instead of letting it drag out, because I know a lot of kids will um, just keep saying, oh, it's it's nothing, it's fine, and the next thing you know, it's the whole thing, because they didn't tell somebody and they didn't stop right away. Because like before, it was little, but then it grows to this big thing. So making sure you rehab, um, or I should say prehab, before you rehab, is very important. Yeah. That is good such words, good words. Yes, that is such a big phrase in our house, right? Prehab before you have to rehab and right. You know, I it was I mean it was hard to see you go through that and 
But at the same time, it, it did force, you know, you to have to go to PT, which then forced you to have to do those exercises to make you stronger. And <laughs> in our house, we talk about core all, all the, the time. time. Elle's like, oh my gosh, we're talking about <laughs> core again. We always just talk about core, 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 core. I've got everybody doing core. Right. I don't think, Gerald, you're not doing core. <laughs> we have a whole core session, you guys. More core for me. Yes. The girls okay. are doing it. We're putting on music and they're trying to get their push-ups and all the things that we're doing. But anyway, that's so important. So now, Josh, you're getting ready to wrap up your freshman year. And I think you have the unique situation of being in a super athletic family and kind of like running, being the forefront. But I know, and I love this, you're so interested in other sports. And we we totally advocate for that because there's plenty of time to specialize. Now is not the time. Since it's a running podcast, what would you say are some of your short-term and long-term goals with running if you have any at this point so my short-term goals um so I know freshman year um because of the injury I didn't get to go to the state meet which is something I was really looking forward to and I know our team was looking forward to so short-term term goals would be um being able to go to the state meet um because I've never been able to do that before and then like not just getting there but being very successful in the state meet um and then just moving up to, you know, being one of the best runners in the country would probably be one of my short slash long term goals. I think, you know, it's only what I have three years left. So it's really not that long term. Um, but I, f- I always like imagine myself in terms of long term goals, like like running the marathon, just because, you know, my mom like really inspires me and I see her um, chipping away at it. So I kind of imagine myself one day being able to do that and succeeding in that as well. So that's something I really want to try in the future. Mm. Mm. Now, you, <laughs> now, which, now you said going to the state meet and being a top runner in the country, uh, at which disciplines in running? Because you've got cross country and track and that field. Is true. So which, where is the focus for you? Okay, I have to jump in. I automatically assumed that Josh was talking about cross country. You are inserting it because you're hoping that he's talking about track. But like, come no. on. I really did think he was talking about that because we were talking about specifically about the state meet in cross country and this past fall. And He didn't say that though. He didn't say in cross country. Now, yeah, I but, assumed. <laughs> but he wasn't doing track because he's been injured. I know, but we don't know if that was a goal of his. And, you know, because you said running and he said state meet. So that's why I asked him to clarify. That's all. all. I I can tell you. Yes. Yes, He's sitting right here. Yes. Sitting right here. (laughs) Right in front of you. (laughs) Um, I met cross country. um, So high school cross country is the 5K, which is 3.1 miles. So succeeding in that would be my short term goal. But in track, I would love to succeed in the mile. Um, and try out the 400 and 800 because I know that's something my dad did. So I really want to try it out, beat some of his times. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But for the mile, like a goal of mine is to break five minutes and I'm pretty close to it already. So just keep working at that. Yeah, you're going to break five minutes in a blink. You just have to, you know, get better and and train and it's going to happen. Right. Okay, before we move on, you guys, I'm definitely giddy hearing Josh say that he would like to run a marathon one day because I have grand plans for us to run a, a marathon. And it's funny because this we are releasing this, you guys. A, it's spring break. B, it's Boston Marathon Week. And I love looking back on the pictures of our family because we brought the kids mm. in 2016 and 2017 with us to the Boston Marathon. And Josh was just old. You know, we're old enough to remember it. Mm-hmm. And so... I want to go back someday with you and have you and I run it together. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. I'd love to do that. You can run it too, Dad. <laughs> hey, okay. Uh, yeah, wait, wait. Did I say that? Oh. Yes, you said that. Oops, whoops. <laughs> We're holding you recorded. to it. It's been recorded. Do you, now, do you have any memories of Boston Marathon either time watching, Mom? I do have memories. Uh, looking back at the photos definitely jogs my memory, but... Like, uh, I do I do remember a little bit. It's not completely clear because, what, I was like eight and nine years old. Yeah, that was 
five and six years ago. Okay. So yeah. not eight and nine. Right. Do you remember going to the Boston Red Sox game? I do. Because, Dad, you bought me a hat. And I still have it to this day. You do? Yes. I do. I love that hat. Um, I remember going to the game. They were playing like the Blue Jays, I think. Wow, that is I good remember. memory. Oh, that's yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just remember like walking around like the grandstands during like the race. Just a little bit of that. It was, okay. it was really fun. Yeah, really fun. What else should we talk about with running before we move on to the to the travel stuff from a 15-year-old's point of view? You know, the only only thing I, I do want to mention is, you know, you talked about, you know, the in, as we talked about the injury um, and being d- disappointed in not finishing out the season the way you wanted. Um, I n- said this before, but I've never been more happy to see you so upset because after that last race, you were just, I mean, you were almost, you know, on fire, you know, with frustration, knowing you had more in the tank, you know, aerobically and you were ready to go. And that was one of those moments where I knew this was yours. It wasn't just something you did because we do it mm-hmm. and it's a part of our family life so much. Yeah. Um, that was out. That was one of those moments where I was like, OK, this running thing is his and he's got something and he's going to go get it. So um, that was inspiring. As, as tough as it was to see you so upset about it, it was definitely inspiring to see because I knew, um, you know, I'm excited for the next three years for you. Me too. Yeah. I will say a couple things that I've been thinking about. Um one, to piggyback off of what you were saying, I feel the same. I mean, I think because I had two sides of it, like as one of Josh's coaches and as his mom, looking at it from two different lenses. So from the coaching perspective, it was all about what's best for him as an athlete. What can he handle? I mean, and from a mom's perspective too, but you know, Josh, when you finished that league meet, we were trying to decide, basically we were trying to decide, should we run the league meet and then take a chance that he can't get into the, you know, run the championship season? Or should we hold you back from the league meet and give you that much more time to rest and then have, you know, have space to run at CIF? So we ultimately ended up taking a chance and running the league meet. We made a last minute decision. And I'll never forget when you fin- you gave it, Oh my gosh. I mean, you really gave it your all. And when you laid on that ground in utter exhaustion and pain and couldn't get up. And I was just thinking to myself, from a mom's perspective, I was like, what have we done? (laughs) (laughs) And from a coach's perspective, I was thinking, you're done. You're out. Like, I'm I'm not going to, there's no way. Like, the, the, the threshold of pain, you have well crossed it. And this is, you know, we got to shut it down. Mm-hmm. What did you feel in that moment when you crossed the line at the league meet? I feel, I, I felt, I was definitely in pain pretty much from the beginning. But looking back at it, I felt a sense of satisfaction because I did break my um, 5K time, um, my record. So I, I was definitely happy about that, um, but I was very I was I was upset like Dad was saying because I really wanted to keep going and I ran so well even though I was in a lot of pain um, and seeing like like the championship races were coming up I was very bummed because I because I ran so well in that race I was like I I want to keep running but obviously I couldn't because I I literally couldn't even walk after so it was very like painful especially like mentally, um, knowing that I, I feel like I've, I could have won the race, but just because of the injury and, you know, I felt like I could have kept going on. But like I said, because of the injury, I physically couldn't. And I want to say, because you guys are probably thinking like, oh my gosh, they let this kid run and he was injured. We had just gone to the doctor to a specialist and we had gotten clearance for him to run. They did a full examination. We went to an awesome youth um, doctor that specializes in youth athletics and she's highly recommended. Anyway, 
um, after a full examination um, and we knew there was nothing at risk or she was like, I don't want you to worry. I don't want you to feel like you're going to hurt him. Um, and we had taken so many days and weeks of rest and she gave her her blessing for him to run this this meet. And we didn't know how it was going to go. We had just been like kind of like walking on eggshells. So I definitely wanted to say that because you shouldn't have your kid run if you know they're they're going to be in pain or something. So, but we got the blessing. It just turned out to be that wasn't what yeah. we needed to be doing. Yeah. Which is why we shut it down. Yep. But I also wanted to say that like another memory about our running that really stood out was when we, um, you and I, we, well, we all as a family went to Flagstaff last summer to run, which is like a running Mecca. And Josh and I got to run this really cool trail run in Sedona. It was an eight mile trail run. And just to see how strong you had become and you really crushed that run. It was hot. Mm-hmm. Tell it. Tell everybody about the run. Oh man, the rocky terrain was insane. Like it was even crazier than uh, what my mom and I are used to at home because we run on the trails. Um, but this was like like huge rocks, and at some point we weren't even really running. We were like scooting through the brush and trying to get around these huge boulders. But I I definitely felt strong. Like I felt like. That was one of the moments I was like, okay, I can see myself improving. Like, this is one of those leaps that I've taken. Because uh, I feel like when I was younger, I definitely couldn't have completed that. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really beautiful. And it was a, it was an awesome run. Yeah, it was a good memory. Um, we have to talk about the fact that you have designed our Sweet Run mug. Yes. Oh, yeah. You have to tell everybody, like... How you came up with the idea and how you created this design for our first mug. So I created the design, um, really my, well, I I should say really my dad, like, definitely, like, influences me to create these mugs. Um, And he helped me a lot with creating this first mug. He gave me a lot of ideas and input, and I would say he's really the the brains behind the operation because while I was the one like I would say while I was the one executing it like and and I had a lot of ideas he gave me like so much guidance with creating it so I just want to thank you for that uh yeah and I want to thank you for actually being able to take the ideas that I was talking about when we were discussing and actually put them onto ceramic you know onto actually (laughs) ceramic I I was just saying because I was just saying because, yes, I had a lot of ideas, but you really helped me, like, focus on executing it, like, in a way that made it look look good. Well, hey, good collaboration, I mean, because I know you are a big collectibles guy, and yeah. I've been paying attention to your uh, interest in collectibles and some of the nuances of collectibles, and I thought, hmm... We need to try to apply some of that. And then, again, your creative design. And, again, you were self-taught in the digital kind of graphic design. Um, You just seem to take on things and just learn how to figure, you know, how to make stuff look great. And so we did it. And we're ready for number two, right? We are. Yes. So look out for another one coming soon. Exactly. I know. And, you guys, I had zero to do with this. (laughs) I really – I mean – Josh and Gerald, you know, spearheaded this whole thing and and they would spend hours talking and sketching and Josh really got to like, you know, just pour out all of your creativity. And so it was really cool to see it all come together. Yeah, it was was a really fun project and still going. Still going. Number two. Number two. Um, Okay, really quickly. I know, I know we're going to move on, but I wanted to say... To you, Josh, like I feel like going back just a tiny bit with the running, that high school running and college, but high school running right now for boys is on fire. Oh, yeah. Would you agree? I would agree. What do you think is the most exciting thing that's happening right now in high school cross country? Newberry Park. Woof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're so close to us. It's like you could just reach out and touch them. They are pretty close. Yeah. Distance-wise from where we live. Yeah, it's, I mean, Relatively you know. close. Yeah, it's, it's a trek, but um, it's not somewhere in some faraway land. It's just right up the, the highway a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, Josh, if you could ask those top four or five boys at Newbury Park a question right now, what would it be? Oh, man. Uh, that's really difficult. Uh, I would probably... I would probably ask them, how do you keep it together mentally? Um, mm. Because I know that I do a pretty good job of keeping it together mentally, but the quote unquote stage that they're on is like next level, right? So um, like dad always says, you have to be confident in the training that you did because it's really not about you. It's about the training and the work that you put in to get to that moment. And so I would I would ask, like, how do you keep it together mentally so that you can execute on that? Because I'm sure your nerves are going crazy when you're, um, like, you know, at the state meet in Division, what are they, one? Yeah, mm-hmm. or Division One. Yeah, Division One running. So you have to, like, take a deep breath and remember how to execute what you've been practicing and training and, your coaches have been working with you on for so long. So I would ask, like, how do you make that all come together in your mind? Because, like, running is such a mental um, sport. So that's what I would ask them. Sure. Ooh, that's Great good. Question. And that's good info to ponder on. I'm gonna, I mean, that's what I'm working on right now is, like, the whole mental aspect and how to push through pain and how to embrace it because you know it's going to come, especially if you want to get to where you want to ultimately be. So I love that. Yeah, great question, man. Yeah. All right. Should we talk about the travel part of this? We uh, should. Yeah, it's called the Sweet Run Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling, right. running. I know Josh has been, he, okay, you guys, he has been preparing for this. He has notes and everything. I'm super impressed. And this will be fun to get this from a kid's perspective as well about, you know. Yeah. The best places, uh, you know. In his, and from his perspective, yeah. what are his favorite places? All right. So, Josh, where are your favorite places to run in L.A.? So, my favorite places to run, um, the first one being West Ridge Trail in Brentwood. Um, that is, it's a great place to run because I have a lot of memories there, um, just being like a little kid and my parents taking me out there and... I think at the time I wasn't really running that much. It was more of hiking, but it's it's a really beautiful and scenic place to run. Uh, there's a lot of great places to look out and see from the trail, so I would definitely recommend that. And who'd you meet there when you were a little kid? Oh, Tom Hanks? No, not Tom Hanks. No. It was the mayor, right? It was yeah, it was the yeah. mayor at the time and his yeah. big old bear right. dog. I don't even remember that. Or I think his name, the dog's name was Bear. The dog was like twice the size of you. <laughs> I don't like, even remember that. You don't? No. Oh wow! Yeah. It was it was when Antonio Villaraigosa. Yeah, Antonio Villaraigosa was the mayor, and he had like his bodyguards and his big old dog. And Tom Hanks was somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the second place I would recommend is Griffith Park. Obviously, you have the observatory, which is. Amazing to see. Um, And then the running there is also very beautiful. Just make sure to bring a water bottle because it's very hot out there. Um, I remember I had a cross-country race, um, and there's, like, some really, like, intense hills. So if you want to do some, like, you know, hill workouts, it's a great place to do it. Um, But if you want to, like, be a little more laid back, definitely avoid those hills because they're very steep. But it's really a great place to be. Um, good place to take the family if you want as well. If you just want to hike around. Mm, okay. I love both of I those. I like those. Those yeah. are great. All right. So we've gone on our run. Yep. So you know. Teenager's number one topic. I know. Oh, yeah. We never have any food in the house. Never anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm start, I like have a box ready. I'm going to start hiding food. Yeah. <laughs> First we need food to hide. <laughs> we always have food. You guys, we do, but I don't know what happens to it. It disappears in like a day. I know what happens to it. (laughs) Okay, so where are we eating when we go out to eat? First place is Pink's Hot Dogs. Um, (laughs) I I love that place, I tell you. Um, My dad dad told me about it a while back. He's always been talking about it, and I always wanted to go. So 
when he took me the, for the first time, it was really a special moment between us two. That's probably like seriously one of my favorite childhood memories, like probably ever. <laughs> I'm not saying that because of the hot dogs. I'm, just, I'm really not. I mean, the hot dogs are great. They have like great chili dogs, regular hot dogs, whatever you want. They can cook it up for you. Um, but I remember well, the reason why it's probably one of my favorite memories is just like that father and son bonding time. Um, it was just the two of us and you took me out there and it really just when I think of like us bonding as father and son I think about going to Pink's Hot Dogs nice um, it's just one of the one of the many things we've done so thank you for that um, anytime yeah and then the second place I have on the list is Howl and Ray's you've probably heard of it if you haven't it's a great place um, they make spicy hot fried chicken um, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> is, is that the place we went to yeah, in the valley? Right. <sighs> you can tell this is the, this is a is teenage hot. recommendation list from a teenager's point of view because you were uh-huh. like Hal and Ray's, and I'm like, what is Hal and Ray's? Yes. I, I never. Yeah. I remember us going there, but yeah. I just didn't remember the name. But anyway, because you didn't eat the chicken, I did. Oh I tried yeah. To, yeah. Get through let it. It was great, you, but let man, me tell you, their chicken is so good. You can get it with fries. You can do like a slider. Or just the chicken, like tenders. But it really is, like, is great. If you think Chick-fil-A is good, like, try Howlin' Ray's. It's, like, much better quality. It's, like, it's amazing. And how hot is It can go really, really hot. So you can start out with, like, no spice, and you can get all the way up to, like, I don't even know, just death level. Yeah, was it, like, ghost peppers <laughs> or something? Or, or... It was, like, ghost pepper or something crazy like that. Yeah. We, we got the third spiciest one and it was like it was really hot i was like crying i was watching you guys like shaking my head going okay yeah can we go down to simple greens and have a salad or whatever i'm like i'm cool on that yeah there was Mm -hmm. no salad that day for us (laughs) all right what else what else else? else? so the third place is the bombay frankie company um they have indian food but it's wrapped in a burrito (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so, this story is so good. Okay, go, so go, go. Tell, tell, tell. My mom and my sisters and I, we were going to the mall for like pre-Christmas shopping, I think it was. And let me just say, yeah. as an addendum, we never go to the mall and I will probably never go to the mall again. It but was like crazy. it was crazy. And I had done all my shopping online, but for some reason we had to get something in particular and I was like groaning that we had to go to the mall but anyway so and for me i have to say for me the fact that you let them eat in the mall because you're like never eating well Well, it wasn't it's not really in the mall oh oh, no no no, it's not in the mall okay it's next to so yeah it's right next to the mall what mall is it it's the westfield Westfield. city it's the westfield mall in culver city so it's right outside of the mall so it's not like inside um, There's but, no food court eating right, here. No, no, no. Right. It's like a standalone. <laughs> it's a standalone store. And like I said, they have Indian food like wrapped in like a like it's not a tortilla, but it's like thin like naan, I believe it is. Um, and it's like it's amazing. It is so good. I, I convinced everyone to go and everyone was a like eh, Indian food and like a burrito. That's kind of like but it, it, it was amazing. You guys, we were like groaning it was so incredibly good it was so good i mean it was so good i mean it was so good that i went up to the the cashier and the manager afterwards and i was just like you guys you have completely outdone yourself we were hesitant to come in and my son was like no can we try it and i'm like this is seriously the best meal i've had out in so long and they were just beaming and so happy and we were just we it were was just amazing. yeah. I was. said we should put on the podcast one day. <laughs> so well, now yeah. they're on the podcast. And right? I have to go back because I missed out on that trip. Yeah, we didn't I know. save any food. I know. No, you didn't. Nobody brought me anything. And it was just, you know what I have to say? It was like the blending of the of the Indian spices and mm-hmm. like all the flavors just melded together in this like non burrito type, you know, wrap. And yeah. go ahead, Josh. Sorry, you you yeah. tell it. But oh yeah, it was it was really good. I highly recommend going there. Um, but then my last place I have is Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> <laughs> more more fried chicken and some waffles if you if that's what you like. Um, 
it's 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 amazing uh just the chicken the waffles i mean come on it's, it's right in the name you got the the sweetness the the, the flavors i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's kind I of just, an la institution yeah yes it is just the sweet and the savory is it's it's very good uh so i would you know the funny yeah. thing about that is that we have not been there in so long. It's yeah, it's been a couple years. But it made years, yeah. such an impression on you <laughs> that you're still talking about it. I love it. Yeah, definitely, definitely recommend going there. Yeah. All right. So we, uh, yeah, kind of went in. I don't know in reverse order. We usually start with breakfast, but you know, we just. Oh, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I just. I just love the mind of a teenage boy who's uh all the fried foods everything. and spices. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where are we going to go for breakfast, Josh? So, for breakfast, I mean, I put down Roscoe's chicken and waffles, so you could definitely make that for 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 uh, like a breakfast run. Um if you just want the waffles or the chicken if you if you're like me. Cool. That's great. We love it. This is your this is your show. Yeah. Um what about places for people that they have to see when they come to LA so places to go uh the first place I put down uh was Point Doom Point Doom is an amazing uh spot by well it's actually on the beach um so there's like a bunch of tide pools you can see some like cool creatures in um it's just like a really chill spot I remember it was you, mom, and then my two little sisters and my grandmother, we went down there. Um, it was kind of like a foggy day. It was, yeah, it was pretty overcast. So it was like, it was like very cool um, outside, which made it even cooler. Ha, ha. <laughs> um, I love it. And yeah, it was just like a, like I said, a super relaxing spot. There were like tide pools. There were some, you know, animals in there. I didn't think we saw too many, but there were some cool rocks you could like sit up on, um, just watch the waves. Um, if it's not super overcast, it's a good spot to watch a sunset. So, um, nice. yeah. Okay. What I what I love about Point Doom, which is in Malibu, which is still LA County, um, and you definitely have to go, people, f- friends, definitely have to go. Mm-hmm. But what I love loved about our trip is I really think that's one of the top beaches where you can find the most beautiful sea glass and seashells. Yeah. I mean, the girls went crazy. They bought, not bought, they brought home so many seashells. Yes, I'm we still were like, picking them out of the car <laughs> We're going to make necklaces. Yes. Anyway, it was, it's, a, it's a beautiful place, so I love that. Exactly. Where else are we going? Um, the Getty Museum is Ooh. the other place I put down. Well-cultured young man. Yeah, yeah. The Getty Museum is a place I've been many times. Um, uh, I've had the opportunity to go. It's really amazing. There's a lot of cool, like, historical, like, artifacts there, um, as well as, like, the, um, the property itself is very beautiful. You could say it's, uh, you know, one of the highlights of it, of its own, like, the, the views and all that. Um, that you can see, you can see the ocean from from the Getty, um, and then the stuff inside is also very cool. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Yeah, love very it. beautiful architecture at the Getty Museum. Mm-hmm. Okay. This makes up for all the fried chicken. It does. <laughs> <laughs> the museum makes up for the fried chicken. Nothing can make up for I'm fried kidding. chicken. <laughs> we did put some culture in here, right? Um, okay, so now, what about dessert? Oh yeah. We have to backtrack a little bit with the food. Mm, yeah, dessert. Mm, let me think. Uh, I didn't. I didn't put anything down for dessert. I'm not gonna lie. But I'm think- surprised. I know. I know. But thinking about probably the best places to go for dessert, there's a place called Sweet Rose. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, good one. yeah, they yeah, have, yeah. They have really good ice cream. That's a good choice. That is a good choice. I love Sweet Rose Creamery because. It's like really high quality ice cream and they have really unusual flavors. Mm-hmm. So I love that. That's yeah. definitely a good place to go. Good it's a good one. Pl- it's a good place. Nightlife. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. That's not Nightlife. happening. <laughs> Nighttime in bed. Yes. Good, good early bedtime for a, a strong runner. Well, what about races? Uh, I remember... There was the Brentwood Run. 
um, oh, that yeah. we went on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good one. So, I still have like the shirt and the water bottle floating around somewhere from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I actually ran it, but it was a uh, it was a good race. Um, but the one race I am thinking about is the Fourth of July run in the Palisades. Oh, so, like, Palisades. oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it's like a five k and a ten k. Yep. So if mm-hmm. you make it around for Fourth of July, it's a it's a it's a really fun run. But you know what? Hold on, back up. Okay. I remember the Brentwood run, like in the last like couple years before COVID, and I distinctly remember you running with me, and I feel like you. I know you were on the podium a couple you were. times. That's I right. Was? Yes, yes, you were. You totally were. I was. I thought that was for the Fourth of July. That one no, too. That one. Well, that one too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When was I on the podium? <laughs> I remember us being in Brentwood. Remember that? And I like, do. I remember Josh standing up there with two other kids on the podium. Yep. Oh, okay. Was that a five k? Yeah, you won your age group. Got it. Well, anyway. Well, there you that go. That was fun. There you go. Yeah. But it's a very well run race. Really nice people. Great course. Fun day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have San Vicente blocked off like that. Um, I know. Such a busy street to have oh, it all open and clear. Wait a minute. I think I I think that this one. Remember that run we went to? It was like the Santa to the Sea one. Yes. That was only. That's like only a winter run, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But that I, was in Oxnard. But I was I was mentioning it because remember the race director at the race? She did the shout out for me for the mug. No, that no, was. Oh, that, that wasn't Santa, Santa to the, no, to the Sea. That was a. I forgot I the name of that, that race. But yes. that was a 5K that I did down in Orange County. Yes. Oh, my God. But there was a Santa Claus there. That's what made yeah, yeah, yeah. people yeah, yeah, dressed yeah. up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you guys. We're like all over the place. But, yeah, we are. <laughs> but, but anyway, for LA, yeah. Brentwood right. Run and Pacific Palisades 5K and 10K. Mm-hmm. We'll put these in the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, okay, Josh. We love to ask our guests the last question. And I'm so excited to hear what you're going to say. Okay. Okay. If you could run anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? I would probably I would probably want to run somewhere in Africa because it's just such a beautiful um, continent I've never been. Um, and I know like a lot of the like the best runners in the world have been, like lived there and kind of grew up there so if I had the opportunity to run, I don't. I don't know exactly what country. Uh, maybe Kenya okay. uh, would be, a, you know, a fun place to run. Um, but I, I, I would probably want to run with some of those elite runners and be there with them to see, you know, all the scenery. It's gonna happen. Love it. I love it. I can totally see you doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like having a training camp and. Hanging out with them, and oh, they would absolutely. totally love you. Yeah. They would embrace you. It would be yeah. so fun. Um, we don't normally ask this question, but it just kind of popped in my head. Can I ask it? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could sit down and like just have a, a quick conversation with a professional runner, who would you choose? That is really... <laughs> A tough question. I stumped you. That's hard. Like a good five minutes there. I don't know. I really don't know who I would who I would choose. There's like a lot of inspiring runners out there. I would probably want to talk to Ryan Hall just because, like, I know I've met him before, and when I've like you know on the Arizona trip, and so I would want to talk to him kind of like as a follow up because. You know, I remember, like, when we were running, he was saying, like, you know, I had a lot of potential and, like, you know, um, he was just saying some, like, really encouraging things about me. So I would want to talk to him again one day, you know, and really, like, sit down, like, you know, thank you for believing in me and, like, you know, here's what I've been able to do and, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's very cool. Very cool. That can definitely happen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Absolutely. Well... Thank you, sir. I know, Josh. This has been such a treat to chat with you and kind of share your story with everybody. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah. 
We've and, loved this. And where Love can it. everybody find you if they want to follow along <laughs> <in> your <laughs> teenage antics? You can find me on uh, at Mitch of All Trades on Instagram and Mitch of All Trades on YouTube. And it has nothing to do with running, you guys. Absolutely nothing to do with running. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Tell everybody yeah. what it, what you're doing. So, I mean, Mitch of All Trades on YouTube started out as a gaming channel. And then it quickly shifted into uh, basketball-related content. Because if you don't know, I'm like a stud for basketball as well. Um, and then <laughs> IG Instagram is a lot of sneakers. It's a lot of like, you know, sneaker. I wouldn't say reviews, but it's like a lot of like comparisons and like things I do on the story. Just like interactive kind of stuff. Um, and then basketball as well. Yeah, it's very cool. All right, mm-hmm. I I've been following. Well, I'm obviously following you, and yep, I and right. I love seeing your new content. So yeah. we will continue to do that. All right, follow you, Josh Mitchell. We love you. Love you too. Love you, son. I feel like I'm the first guest to say I love you. Yeah, yes, you that's are. very true. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll. See you later. See you later. Yep. (laughs) At breakfast in the morning. (laughs) Bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Joshua Mitchell, that was an absolute blast, and I'm so glad we had you on the show. You are an incredibly articulate young man who clearly has a passion for the sport of running that you've absolutely made your own. While many of us may need to tread lightly on some of your food options, they were all fabulous and ones I truly enjoy. It makes me happy to know that so many of the suggestions that you offered, races and other places to go, have such sentimental value and are so heartwarming for you. Everyone, check out Josh's Teenage Musings on Instagram and YouTube at Mitch of All Trades. A big thanks again to our sponsor, Inside Tracker. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything they have to offer. Use it for yourself or an awesome gift. A big thanks to our friends at Inside Tracker. Are you guys enjoying the Sweet Run podcast? We would love it if you would take a moment to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen to our show on. It would help us to get our content out to new listeners and help to grow our show. Go ahead and push the button. Leave us a rating and review. We would so appreciate it. And we appreciate you guys. Join us next week for another great conversation with an awesome runner living in a great location. We'll see you then. We will see you then.